This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig on Moose FM. Welcome to the show. This is our final show before the local government elections tomorrow and our final show in covering them. So we thought we'd turn our gaze over to Taylor, the town to the south, and uh, talk a bit about their mayor race. There are two candidates running, uh, current councillor Brent Telfer and Peggy Alexander, who's running as well. And uh, we're going to talk to Peggy first up here on Moose Talks, who joins me now from Taylor. Good morning, Peggy, and welcome to Moose Talks. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to chat with us. Um, we'll start with kind of the obvious first question. Why are you running for mayor? What sort of motivated you to do so, to step up and put your name in the, in the hat, as it were? Well, I've always, you know, the last few years, I've, uh, I've always wanted to, um, to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the District of Taylor is important to me uh, and my family. Uh, I have passion for service, and uh, that is what has guided me into the mayor leadership race. Also, I think running for local government is one of the best ways to give back to the community and make a difference. I see. Is there um, any sort of specific issues that sort of motivated you as well, something you'd you'd really think would be important for you to try to accomplish if you were uh, elected? Uh, that, or something you'd like to change if you were elected? Well, you know, I just, I, I look forward to participating in uh, in all future projects um, and some existing ones, uh, some more important to me than others, mm-hmm. uh, like access to medical care, um, the new or existing pool upgrades, etc., uh, safe passage for kids to cross the highway to go to school. Possibly a mini bus. It could also double as a senior's bus to Fort St. John. Those are some of the, the highlights for me. Okay. Well, we'll start with access to medical care. Uh kind of first, uh, you know, is kind of one of the major issues facing really all of Northeast BC, but Taylor, especially since uh, the medical cl- clinic uh, closed recently. I wonder, I mean, yeah. this is one of many issues that sort of face the region that local government um, has little sort of actual jurisdiction over kind of how things work, but you kind of take on more of a almost an advocate role. So I wonder what you think and what you see your role in trying to improve access to medical care in Taylor is and, and how you would might uh, approach that uh, sort of portfolio going forward, I suppose. Well, definitely the access to the health care in Taylor is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, technology uh, supports similar to telehealth, you know, can work uh, in the short term with possibly a, uh, the hiring of an RN or a nurse practitioner. Uh, Some of the recent changes to pharmacists' ability to renew certain prescriptions is promising. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, 
I, I, again, you kind of brought up the highway, which is interesting because, of course, connected to the highway is the Taylor Bridge, mm-hmm. which has been an ongoing top of a discussion for a long time. I wonder if you would be willing to comment sort of on how you feel uh, the current process is unfolding with con- or, or uh, unfolding, I should say, with consultations and uh, maybe what you think would be the best option for the Taylor Bridge going forward and what you would advocate for as as mayor or, uh, with council. Well, there's a lot of uh, local and provincial support for the bridge. Um, in August of 2022, phase one uh, reports is no commitment, more consultation, Mm -hmm. which leads to phase two. Um, The Ministry of Transportation says over the next six months, you know, uh, detailed investigations, which include in-stream geotechnical work, environmental field assessments, and traffic data collection will continue. As I, uh, as, or sorry, I as well agree Uh, with all local and provincial elected leaders in their support of bridge replacement. Uh, I look forward to the phase two final report uh, this winter and uh, we'll continue uh, the noise. Okay. You mentioned the highway and sort of the making it safer for, you know, kids who have to cross it, for example, to get across town or what have you. Um, I wonder if you're concerned about the idea of maybe a four lane bridge and then four lanes, then becoming the highway through Taylor, is that something you'd be all right with so long as we're very careful about making sure that it's safe or would you prefer to kind of keep the highway as is and continue to work on making that more safer? Well, you know, to be honest, um, I haven't uh, really got much information Mm -hmm. uh, about, about that. Um, the highway as it exists is uh, a safety hazard, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially to children uh, having to cross it in order to go to school. Um, I, you know, I, I look forward to um, to reading and researching the, uh, the information that exists on the possibilities of the changes to the highway running through Taylor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I also wanted to make sure I asked you a bit about the uh, the curtailment at the pulp mill. I mean, pulp mill uh, represents a lot of jobs in Taylor and a lot of sort of jobs are affected by the people who have jobs at the pulp mill. Uh, again, this is sort of something that's not really in the jurisdiction of mayor and council in Taylor, but you're really an advocate for working out maybe some of the problems with the and working with the pulp mill and provincial representatives. Uh, I wonder what you think you could or what you could see yourself doing uh, again on that portfolio if you were elected and how you would try to move things forward to solve some of the issues that the, the pulp mail is facing. Well, you know, in September 2022, uh, Canfor recently announced that it doesn't expect to consider restarting uh, its Taylor pulp mill until next spring. Mm-hmm based on ongoing discussions with the company's transportation partners. Uh, The supply chain backlog is not expected to significantly improve before the end of the year. I, like I would trust, Canfor is taking care of its employees until operations resume. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Local government, uh, oh, sorry. um, At the local government level, 
the Resource Municipalities Coalition's Northern BC Rail Service Analysis Report is final, but not public pending copyright. Mm -hmm. I look forward uh, to reading the findings, and and I also support um, local government consultations with CANFOR. Okay. One final question for you, uh, uh, Peggy. Um, and it's very simple. People listening to this in Taylor, deciding who they're going to vote for tomorrow when they hit up the ballot box. I wonder why, if you could tell us a bit about why you think they should vote for you. Uh, new perspective. Highlighting my almost 30 years experience in financial and personal personnel business management. 15 years of business ownership has given me the leadership skills and commitment to get the job done. All right, Peggy. Well, we'll have to leave it there. I'm really grateful you took a few minutes to chat with us about this. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're Appreciate very welcome. <laughs> That's Peggy Alexander, one of the two candidates up for the role of mayor in Taylor in the local government election. We'll be back to talk with Brent Telfer, the other candidate, right after this on Moose Talks. Welcome back to the show. Now I had a chance to talk to the other candidate running for mayor in Taylor a little earlier today. His name's Brent Telfer. He's been a councillor for quite some time. And we were able to sit down and chat with him a bit about why he's running for mayor. Here's that conversation now. Brent, thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Dub. I appreciate the invite to come on the show. Absolutely. Well, let's start with why you've decided for uh, to run for mayor. You were a councillor beforehand. Uh, the uh, former mayor, or the current mayor, I should say, is stepping down to run for mayor in a different town, as it turns out. Uh, why did you decide that you wanted to, I guess, take a little bit of a promotion in your position and, and hopefully run for the big seat? Well, I guess it started a, a few years ago. Um, our current mayor, uh, Fraser, came to me and, and said that he was looking at uh, moving on and moving to Fort Nelson and uh, thought that I would be a, a good candidate to to be the next mayor. Uh, also conversations I'd had with uh, previous mayor Jarvis. So in in that, you know, I, I really thought about it, uh, talked to my family about it and was a was a step that, that I wanted to make to be a, a advocate for Taylor and the people of Taylor. You know, it's something uh, again, for 13 years uh, I've been thinking about and working towards and really getting into the municipal politics uh, as a councillor 11 years ago and uh, you know always being involved in Taylor and their in their public events and talking to the people and realizing that you know I can be their voice and uh, they they need it you know every town um, has a say and if you don't use your voice then you don't necessarily uh, be heard mm-hmm. what's kind of the the big projects you maybe have in mind when you say i wanted to be mayor of taylor that uh you know whether it's something that's already that happens annually or is a kind of the part of the day-to-day life of a the council and the mayor or or maybe something you want to start or you'd like to move ahead in some way what what are you most looking forward to if you get the uh get elected so of course, uh, you know we're working on the asset management plan. That's all our uh, our buildings, our equipment, the infrastructure you can't see that's underground, our water, our sewer. It's uh, critical infrastructure, and if we don't have water and sewer, it's pretty tough to run a municipality. So, you know, we're going to keep on that 
on that uh, road and and make sure that's all all good. There is some other things that I would like to see for sure. Seniors housing. Uh, I want to talk to uh, BC Housing and see if there's some partnership or some way that we as a municipality can work with them to bring more seniors housing into Taylor. Uh, aging in place is something that's very important to me for the citizens of Taylor to be able to stay here longer. You know, being pushed out of your community is not a not a good feeling for sure. There are some gaps in, in youth programs. Uh, it's things I want to look at and what the youth want to do. What they are, you know, we want we want to talk to the youth. We want to engage with them and see what what they want, right? We don't want to build something that won't be utilized. If you you put a million dollars into something that doesn't get utilized, it's not a good use of, of tax dollar money. So a lot of uh, consultation is needed there for sure. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's there's projects uh, medical. Uh, we've been working on that for years, and uh, it's not done. We're still working. Of course, the province, uh, it feels like to a municipality that there's a lot of downloading that happens. Again, that's where we, we sit at the table with the ministers and, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, they say. So we, we call those meetings, uh, we ask for them, we send letters and <clears throat> and advocate on a, on a level in Victoria or Ottawa if it's federal money. And, and we do receive federal money into the municipality in the way of grants as well. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad you brought up the medical because that's one of the uh, few uh, things I did want to definitely ask you about, of course. Uh, The uh, closure of the Taylor Clinic, a fairly big deal. I just wonder, uh, you know, and again, this is sort of out of your direct jurisdiction other than being an advocate for the constituents of Taylor. But again, you you talked about how you want to keep these meetings going and and, and sort of reiterating to the government of BC and, and, and when it calls for it, the federal government, that Taylor requires these services that they that have been closing or have been downgraded or what have you what do you see your role as an advocate and is there maybe something you would like to do differently that maybe previous mayors didn't do that that you would see yourself as an asset in this sense if you were the mayor so dub you know we did more than than advocate in this situation we took on some of those costs through public consultation we heard from the people you know, they're willing to put tax dollars into medical. Uh-huh. So we did supply a staff, a building, the utilities, the equipment to the doctors. Uh, we we have lost those doctors or that clinic for now. You know, we are in talks with Northern Health. I think that uh, we've, we've tried telehealth. We were ahead of our time at, at the, the time that we did it. And I think that we can maybe circle back to that. We do have some of that equipment there still and work with Northern Health because they are doing telehealth now. You know, in initial conversations with Northern Health, it wasn't through them Uh that we did the telehealth and and, uh, they felt telehealth wouldn't work. Well, fast forward to 2022 and, uh, you know, so much can be done remotely. So we want to, you know, I personally want to look at that again and talk with Northern Health and see if that's a viable option. Okay. I also want to talk about the uh, curtailment at the mill. Um, It's happened many times uh, in recent years. And I, again, wonder how you as mayor sort of support getting the mill back on its feet, making sure people have jobs, making sure that it's running 
which includes the sort of situation with boxcars in the Northeast BC being a, a huge issue as well, though it's sort of not enough of them, the huge shortage of them. Again, what do you do as an advocate for, for, the, for people with jobs in Taylor who work at the mill to, to ensure that that you know, maybe happens less if we can, or maybe not at all if we can even make that happen? What's, what do you see your role in that? Well, you know, for sure, the the working people of Taylor are the backbone of our our society, and and it it hits us hard, you know. And, and municipalities uh, across BC face many of the the same issues. Uh, for us, uh, again, we sit at the table with CN. We try to talk to them and advocate uh, for our community. You know, more rail cars, uh, better rail. It, you know, uh, better movements. I've been in Victoria and talked to uh, CN during UBCM and talked to them about the switches. And we, you know, we went to our industry partners here and and uh, the pulp mill being one of them and talked to them to say, what can we do for you? So, of course, whether, whether provincially we can get them a break, um, whether we can get CN to listen, Whatever, whatever it is, we're willing to work with the uh, the mill to help it get running. You know, we we will continue those conversations with them, and we have been continuing those conversations with them. Okay. And finally, we can't talk about Taylor without bringing up the bridge. Uh, <laughs> so I wonder, right. uh, first of all, uh, if you could comment just on the, the consultation process that seems to be underway. We seem to be slowly moving towards perhaps possibly somebody announcing some money for a bridge at some point in the future. How do you feel about this consultation process? Do you think, thank God they're doing something or this, we just need to move forward? What's the point? What do you think? Well, public consultation is important, right? Engage early, engage often. And and it's great to see the consultation. I mean, I'd like to see the dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't put it into a, into a plan yet. Nothing's been announced yet. But for sure, there's a lot of work being done. There's core samples being done. They've been doing work for over a year on the ground to see what's what's under there and uh, what what the options are for replacement. So I'm really happy to see the consultation. Um, it is definitely a move in the right direction. Uh, we have, again, uh, advocated to the provincial government, federal government as well to help kick in some funds for this. It is uh, a major corridor, not just to our area, but all the way north. And this is this is something that needs to be addressed. We we see the uh, the fixing the the welding and the repairs on that bridge. Something has to be done to that bridge to um, keep that corridor open. Mm-hmm. And I guess my final uh, question on this would be, um, you know, I know here in Fort St. John we often talk about how the bridge affects us in Fort St. John. Um, but in Taylor, uh, obviously, you want it for all the uh, you know the people moving and the safety and all that. But it will affect the town. Uh, what happens with the bridge in the future, whether it's expanded or they build a new one? What that? I wonder what again if you could speak a bit to your role again as mayor of Taylor to ensuring that the people of Taylor are heard on the issue of what happens with the bridge in the future and how it will affect the people specifically of Taylor who have to live with it next door to their town. Right. And, and of course, there's two sides on that bridge. So one of them is Taylor's side. And we, will they four lane through Taylor? It's a, it's a provincial highway. So we'll be at that table. Mm-hmm. We'll do public consultations with the people in Taylor. And we want to hear what do the people of Taylor want? 
you know, we have to keep our, our community linked on each side of that highway. We have to get our kids across safely um, to school, uh, to friends' houses, to parks. Um, it, it definitely impacts us uh, a lot. So through the public consultation process ourselves, so that we can hear from the people of Taylor, what do they want us advocating for? All right, Brent, we've got about a minute left here. So I wonder if you could just uh, take that time to speak to uh, a voter in Taylor. Why should they vote for you, Brent? Well, I believe I've prepared for this. Uh, you know, I've, I've put a lot of time and and um, and really, really tried to build it from the the sense of, of talking to the people, uh, being on council, knowing what uh, what I can do and, and having that experience. I can represent the people locally. I can represent the people provincially, federally, at all those tables and, and places. And I, I really, uh, I really enjoy doing that. You know, I believe in servant leadership and I believe in, in uh, doing it for the people. And I believe that we need more of it in, in our society and where we, where we are. And a lot of people are busy, right? And I'm here to, to take that role for them. All right, Brent. Well, thank you very much for doing this. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate yours as well. And that was my conversation with Brent Telfer, who's running for the mayor of Taylor, one of the two candidates running. Speaking of candidates for mayor, tomorrow is voting day. So if you haven't cast an advance ballot, uh, you'll be able to vote tomorrow here in Fort St. John at the Fort St. John Senior Hall between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Now, there's lots of candidates uh, throughout the piece in Taylor, Fort St. John and all that. We've had extensive coverage of the election over at energeticcity.ca. So no matter where you live in the piece, make sure you check that website out. You'll see a write-up of all the candidates we were able to interview for each of the positions, including a school trustee. Uh, you can also watch old episodes of Moose Talks. We spent the last uh, month or so interviewing candidates for Fort St. John's mayor, uh, PRD, uh, electoral area CNB, as well as this episode all about the uh, mayor race in Taylor. So lots of resources to help you hopefully uh, make the choice that's uh, right for you tomorrow when you vote. Uh, that's it for this episode of Moose Talks. Trey Lopashinsky is the producer along with Jordan Prentice. I'm Dub Craig. Be well. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.